I'm, fr I'm actually freezing and I'm never, it's usually the opposite. Yeah, just want to mention right off the bat um oh here we go my co-host comes in here bearing jolt and joe's i got a big jolt so i was thinking i figured you oh, have could, a cup and i we could, just could pour split it. yes that's, that's we're getting that close okay yeah we're that good I, friends. yep it's a monday it is a monday it is a monday it is our by the time you guys listen to this it'll be the second monday but it is our first monday back to school and being oh. an advisor oh college so you actually had to work i really i mean i had to i had people, to bust my ass oh Lena. man Most it was of the like time at the college people aren't doing anything but when the students first come back it's anyone working over yeah. there actually earns their pay oh they oh yeah and <laughs> i should get a bonus yeah. after today when one of my players comes in and is like what do you need from me and i'm oh, like kiss up she's fine she she's just doing her job no it good, is intense on a monday okay and even one of my coworkers puts her head in my office she's like I need somebody to get me caffeine right now. And I'm like, I'm with you. So you probably had enough today. You didn't need any more. You didn't need you know, me to bring you something. I'm just going to list it. I okay. had my coffee All right. with my cool frother that okay. I sent you a oh, picture yeah. of. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my God. You need one of those, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a tea from the hub. Oh, okay. A so giant peach on, tea. Yeah. And then I have Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, my heavens. A mini. Your stomach is going to be, <laughs> this isn't going to be good. And then an Alani. Okay, yeah, you're fine. And I still have a headache on the back of my okay, head, so yeah. I don't know like what's no. wrong. I don't it's know. It's a storm. There's a storm coming in. That's people. probably it. That's probably it's probably it. You know. Okay, yeah. yeah. Storms wrong. We had a great comedy show. We oh my god. We had a great I show in Cozad. Yes, I yes. know. I'm still recovering. Yeah. I'm never. We are never. My mom goes. Oh, was it kind of hard going from basketball mode all day then to go try and be funny? I was like, yeah, actually, it kind of was. I sat in a gym for eight hours, and then I had to go stand on a stage. You did really good. Oh, I thought you did. You no, did you great. were on fire. Um, but somebody sent us photos and of ourselves. Mm. Ooh, ooh. I didn't really seem necessary. Yeah, I mean, no, maybe our New Year's resolutions need to like step it up, or well, we're not following them through. I'm on the contest at the Y, the Get Fit okay. Challenge, and mm -hmm. doing whatever they're doing at any time. Oh, okay. So, well, you're doing better than me. Well, because I packed my lunch today. I was like. Here's my nice cooked chicken. And then yeah. I was like, oh, all this Halloween candy needs to be ate. Well, I food prepped and then I forgot it at home. Sweet oh. mother of pearl. Okay. Well, but. by the next time we get get it, or maybe we just need to go for an all black outfit. Mm -hmm. mm. But we could do that. Okay. Our guest. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forget wronged? we have somebody have in here. Have you been wronged by someone at an early age, mm -hmm. like when you were young, and you've held on to that for so long? I've never so been wrong, Lena, but. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. I've been wrong a lot. But okay. this, I was wronged. Uh -huh. I am a sweet I don't know if I was a freshman. I'm trying to think. But she gave me the nickname Chimer, which at the time I thought, like, how pleasant. Like, yeah, she that's, finds me cheery and yeah, delightful. Chimer. Talkative. An interruption. Oh. So, yeah, almost an annoyance. <laughs> that, yeah. And I will never forget that as long as I live. That's who we have coming up here. I cannot wait to you, meet this wonderful lady that gave you that nickname. 
Mm-hmm. Lena Chiner. Chimer. Chimer. Chimer yeah. Colbel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Colbert, probably yeah, at the Colbert time. Yeah, Colbert then. Yep, that, oh, yes, it was. my goodness. So in studio, we have with us... Carrie Girdle. Girdle. Hi, I Carrie. You said that wrong. Hey, yeah. and I don't think that is accurate. You were a delight. Uh, I would say I was a delight, oh, but the nickname delight. didn't quite fit. Yeah. Do I need to move her mic closer? Or she it okay? probably. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. There you I go, Carrie. I have never been told I was too quiet. I so, haven't either. Okay. When did you give Lena this title of China? I don't remember that ever happening. It's a true story. Was it in so a wait, class? You, was, this, was this your first? So I met. She wasn't Girdle then. Yes, were you? Yes, you I got married when I was nineteen. Holy, Holy buckets! What? Are you kidding? Me? Are you still married to this man? <laughs> I am. Okay, because if you said no, it was going to be really awkward, and I didn't know how we were going to fix that. And they spend a lot of cute time together. <gasps> they do. It's adorable. It's <sighs> nineteen. Really? Started dating him when I was fifteen. What? Oh, sh- get out of the room. Out of the room. Yeah. Out yeah. Of I don't No, I no, don't need. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But no, in fairness, she did chatter a lot, but it was kind of like the pot calling the kettle black because I too chat a lot. Wait, so like was this in a class or? I started teaching. Are you saying we're the same age? Is that what you're doing? (laughs) I feel like that's what she just did. No, (laughs) No, what's happening? I'm so confused now. (laughs) I started teaching in 1991. And I would have been a freshman. (laughs) Yeah, I was a freshman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Oh Actually, my I gotta hold on to my coffee okay. with two hands. Okay. So she you're... was one of my friends. She was like a young, beautiful yep, right okay. teacher. Oh, okay. Thank you. And she had these casts. She has legs. Oh my like gosh. Like no tomorrow. And now I want to see them. Oh, they are insane. Okay. They we'll post photos. Yes, no, we we'll will. post yes. photos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she taught at Colbertson High? Yeah. Colbertson High. Yes. When it was oh still Colbertson. When it was still Colbertson. Okay. Colbertson. Back in the good And what did you teach, Carrie? Computer education. Oh, wow. That's. Time out. You took computer education, but yeah, I do all the computer stuff. Well, okay. Let's I wasn't a good clarify. teacher. <laughs> oh, I was back in the I 90s, might, yeah. so. We, okay, I think I took the last. We were the class to take the last typing class. Oh. Okay, so okay. this, what you're looking at, all the colors and all that stuff, that's a bit advanced. Too much for you? Banana. Yeah, okay. a bit too much for me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She, she got the name Chimer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. Well, first off, before we go into Carrie any bit anymore, mm-hmm. Carrie, you got to warm up. Because I feel like you're cold right now. I'm really yeah. nervous. I know, and you're like sweaty. We don't need we don't no, need that in we'll here. Get rid okay. of that. Here we go. Yeah, okay, we go. so we're. Uh, this one's fun. They're never fun. <clears throat> I'm gonna set a timer. Oh, that's even better. For a minute. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Oh my gosh. By the way, when I did mine, people were like, "You forgot Texas," <laughs> and I was like, "I," but I came back to it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So we're gonna set a timer for one minute. Okay, and. Chimer over mm-hmm. there, Chimer, yep. and she's going to keep track. So in oh. one minute, you're going to tell us how or as many Nebraska towns slash cities as possible. Trying to get to oh. 20 and go. Um, Arapahoe, Colbertson, uh, Trenton, Binkelman, Hagler, Maxwell, Ogallala, um, Kearney, Grand Island, Lincoln, Omaha, Nebraska City, um, North Platte, um, Fedford, uh Shadron, um, Cambridge, uh, Bartley, uh, um, Indianola. Um. <laughs> You're doing great. You have 30 seconds okay, left, so let's uh, go for all of the cities. Uh, um, oh, gosh. Um, Stapleton and Pleasanton. Is oh, that 20? That's 20. That's 20. And you still have 25 seconds cook. left. Oh, my God. You didn't even <laughs> I felt bad about not saying Indianola. Good job. Good job. Doesn't that like make your heart race? It did. That yeah. didn't help me calm down at all. <laughs> you did so good though. Thank you. Wait, okay, you, you say Indianola like it's near and dear. Is that where you grew up? 
No, I grew up actually in Bertrand until I was seven. I didn't say Bertrand. Oh, see. <laughs> and then moved because my dad was a principal. So okay. we, he took a job. At I love Cook. that you like said all those little towns, though, that people forget about, like Stapleton. Yeah. 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 People forget about that town on the way up. Thedford. Those are good towns. That's good towns. That you did great. I got more coming to Lions Broken Bow. <laughs> oh, man, she's on a roll now. Uh, okay, Carrie, where did you go to high school? McCook. McCook. Mm-hmm. Okay, what sports did you do in high school? Um, volleyball, track, basketball. Okay, volleyball, track, basketball. Which one were you like semi good at? People would say basketball, or people would say uh, track. Track, basketball, track. Either well, one. I like basketball because I was quick. Okay. But I was not very good. Like I could steal a ball, but and I could do the you're layups, like, but I couldn't do anything else. You're like really. relatively tall, right? Five five and a half. Oh, maybe like from this angle. I'm you just fat. Yeah. No, 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 no. You look like yeah. You look tall. And right I liked here. I liked volleyball, okay. but I was not good at it. Track would be the thing. And so you went to school mm-hmm. for um act- college. You mean? Yeah, in college. I went to oh, college yeah. um, to actually be um, PE and business. Okay. Um. What, and actually, funny story, I'm going to backtrack. Go for it. I did not want to go to college. I just wanted to get married. Oh, my I just Lord. wanted to get married. Because you were in so in love. So in love. And my dad was um, very adamant I would go to college. And he said, if you want to get married, go to college for a year. And if you don't like it, fine. But you have to give it a year and you have to run track. And I'll oh. pay for whatever you want. What? With the, would he pay for anything you wanted with the wedding or with school? Or what was he saying? I was on a school. I had a scholarship and I was not going to take it. So that's what made him unhappy. Oh. So, so for the were, wedding. You were offered a athletic scholarship, a yep. track scholarship? Track. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we go there, so you went to high school in McCook, but you mentioned other towns. Like, So where did you grow up? Did you just grow up in McCook? Or tell me a little just bit. Just McCook. Okay. Um, Bertrand, like I said, until age seven, and then we okay. moved here. I have three older brothers, and my oldest brother was graduating from high school, and so we had to wait a year so he could graduate before we moved. Oh, okay, okay. And so then when did you meet this person that you thought you had to marry right away? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> Why were you not on lockdown at 15? Yeah, I, I also have questions yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm sweating just thinking about that. Ugh. Well, I had older brothers, so they kind of paved the way for mm. me. So, um, And she was the baby. And I was there's the baby. No and the only oh, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's girl. no, no yeah. rules there. Mm-hmm. Um, at school, not even at school. Okay. So he was older than I was, but yes. Was he an athlete? Um. He worked. He worked. He worked. Okay. He would have liked to have, but uh-huh. um, family business. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you work. Mm-hmm. I think that's also how I found, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, is through the family bus- business, knew about you. Give me so, one second here. Okay. Did it stop? So young wanting to be mom, dad saying, hey, try school. Correct. And so how did that, what, what was the rest of that discussion? So you're like, okay, I'll try it for a year. Well, to... I had been running competitively since I was in second grade. What? Yeah. So my mom, so hopefully my mom doesn't hear this. She knows the story, though. I can remember going to Minden because that's where, um, oh, the track that they do in the summers. Oh, the um, Junior Olympics. Junior Olympics. Yeah, okay. And my brothers, because my brothers participated, she always took me to go as well. And I can remember saying, Mom, I really feel sick. I don't feel good. And she's like, you're fine. You're going to run. And then if you're still sick, you, you can and so that's our ongoing joke. It was kind of like one of those puke and rally things. You're fine. Just keep going. Oh, no. And so I, I credit her. But anyway, so I, have been, I had been doing competitive things since second grade. Wowza. And so by the time I was done as a senior, I was like, I'm really ready to be done. I'd hit, you know, my long jump mark. I'd hit my 100 and 200 marks that I wanted to hit. And so I was ready to be done. And then what happened? So, like, how did you get to go on 
Because you ended up going well, I had on a scholarship. Play. Okay. And um, when my dad asked, you know, you never want to disappoint dad. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, what the heck? And thankfully, my boyfriend slash husband um, said, go ahead. I mean, we're not in a hurry. I think he was like, thank God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So did he go with you or like was he nope, an athlete? He stayed, no, he stayed or, here and worked. Okay. And I went for a year. And then after I ran college track for one year, my dad knew me. And I had I the fever. I was like, I've got to do this. Like, I have goals I want to complete, marks I want to hit. And my husband's like, great, we still got married. And then obviously he moved to Kearney at that point. But yeah, he, I think the reason our marriage has been successful is because, I mean, there's been hills and valleys. Oh, sure. But the fact that always, we've always tried to help each other do better, be better at yes. whatever. And so. So oh. what, what sports did you end up doing at UNK? Track. track? Like mm-hmm. what, like what events? Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, the 100, the 200 and the long jump and then relays. So the 200? Mm-hmm. Like sprinting? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to play with Celia's basketball team last night for just a little bit at practice. Yeah. My lungs are still burning. Okay, but that's yeah. like, you can like slow down. Okay, well, a you two hundred yard sprint. It. Yeah, I know. Track like, is not my thing. So no. even when you're asking her events, I'm kind of like slow it down for me. So 100, 200, long jump, long jump. And then my coach made me run relays. And at the time, I was so mad at her. But now I'm like, it was the best thing she ever did. I it helped condition me. Oh my goodness! So you so, then so like you you said you got the itch after the first mm-hmm, year. And you're like, yep. I can be a bad yep. mm-hmm. woman. Well, I was successful in high school, uh-huh. and so I just felt like that I'd hit it. You know, like I I had done what I needed to do, and then when I ran college and was successful there, I was successful mark wise for me. But obviously, I didn't place like I did in high mm-hmm. school because mm-hmm. competition's different, right? Sure. Um, but it didn't matter. I still was like, oh my gosh, I can I can do more. I can do better. Yeah. So. And what was the difference that made you better in college compared to high school? Like, because you thought you hit your peak. Was it just like the training process? It probably was the training because, you know, I was probably not the easiest to coach. Huh. Why is that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because it just came natural to me. So Mm -hmm. I thought I wasn't titled maybe. Looking back, looking back. And I was quite a bit ahead of my peers. And so... um, I probably wasn't the easiest and I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth with some coaching situations. And so, and that was on me. I look back and I'm like, hundred percent me, no one else. This was a hundred percent on me, but at the time, sure. and I felt like everybody was coming at me, which they were. And it, it's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a lot to handle, but then once I got to college and was successful there, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. So how many years did you compete in college? Funny story. Okay. Only two because I got pregnant. I was married. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't need to preface that, but people yeah. look at me. Yeah. Um, but I was told because not looking at me now, but my percent body fat was very low. And so I was told I might have a hard time getting pregnant when I decided to try. Okay. So I went home and went off the pill and got pregnant that month. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Oh, so I was in my doctor, uh-huh. you know, the doctor was like, I wasn't saying, and he, I said, yeah. you might have trouble. And I'm like, well, I heard it's going to take me a year. Sure. <laughs> right, right. And so I only ran two years. Okay. Wow. So we see this beautiful video. Oh my goodness. On Be- YouTube. Yes. The Talk YouTube video. You're like famous. Yes, the hall of fame. Like, for why is that not so like funny? went no. across McCook all over the place? Yeah. Well, it's going to after this podcast. Like when she Stop. says like, yeah, she says Olympic potential. Yeah. Or qualifying times. That's mm-hmm. what is... Okay, so that, it's kind of accurate, but not totally. Wow. In the long oh, jump, I went okay. 20 foot 5 and a half or 3 fourths. So I missed the Olympic trials at 20 foot 8. So I was that close to making the trials. So going to the trials doesn't mean you made it to right. the Olympics. Right. Still, right. But, but you yeah. have yeah. the that, potential. That's what meant. You're, right, that's and that's kind of what, what I... Yeah. That's like... That's, that's huge. Impressive. That's very impressive. Yeah, you're, wow. so, you're very humble. 
about yeah. all of it. Oh, I was kind of good in high school. Yeah, I, I kind of, so, you know, I did what I wanted yeah. to do. And then I was like, oh, hey, there's so much more I can Yeah, do. we have this it's open tough. spot on the track team. <laughs> oh, and here's a bunch of money. Yeah. Well, the best story I haven't told, though, is my dad bet me if I could jump 19 foot. Because at the time, I was only like 17, 18s and not consistent because I was more into sprinting. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, if you jump 19 foot, I'll get you a new car. And yes. so I jumped 19 foot six at state and I never thought in a million years Did that, that. I actually get a new, I wouldn't yeah. have expected that. Sure. I wouldn't have expected a new car. And, um, somebody from, I think the Omaha world Herald posted it or wrote about it. And so he was like, what car do you want? And my <laughs> brothers were so mad yes. and I, I got a Ford Tempo. I didn't even get anything crazy. I was going to college. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. about gas. Not a girl. How old you? Yeah. Any kid today, they'd be like, yeah. I would like a Mustang convertible. Yes. Yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yes, with exactly. yellow rims too. Yeah. yeah. So oh you've mentioned your your dad a lot. Tell us a little about your relationship with your dad. Oh, I can't do that. I'll cry. My dad okay. died when I was twenty six okay. in nineteen ninety five, and he was my biggest influence. Love my mom. My mom's wonderful, mm-hmm. but my mom and I did not really connect until adulthood. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, she's a great person, but she push, 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 and still does to this day. The woman's eighty six, works at UNK. She's still. Oh was gosh. department chair, stepped down from that, but she still teaches. I mean, the woman is fantastic, but my dad was my person. Mm-hmm. You know how you have that person. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me that my kids don't know the person that had the most influence in my life at that point. Right. Now, obviously, since then, my right. mom's had a ton. But growing up, I went to basketball practices with my dad. I went to coffee with my dad. I did everything with my dad. Mm-hmm. So your, was your dad a coach? Yeah, he coached at Bertrand for years and years and years successfully, okay. and then he came to McCook and then did sophomore basketball. But okay. yeah, he got up one morning to go play golf and passed away on the golf course. So, oh. or he made it to the hospital, but that's mm-hmm. where he was. Mm-hmm. So, but that's tough. And you're talking a lot about, you know, you said your mom pushing, and you talked about the stress. Those were things thinking on the way over that I wanted to talk about. Like, what advice would you give a high school athlete who was wanting to quit their sport? Never quit because you don't like the coach. I hear that all the time. I don't like the coach, so I'm quitting whatever, X, Y, Z. No, no, no. All you're hurting is yourself. The coach, you're not hurting. Mm-hmm. And I've had that conversation actually because I teach junior high, and I had a conversation with a student that's now in high school. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. Like, you have to do what you love. And don't get me wrong. Stress is good in some instances. Mm-hmm. You, That's what pushes us. That's what drives us. And um, if you have a student that's, for me personally speaking, as a mom, then you, what are you going to do? What other activity are you going to be in? I am a huge proponent on if you want to be in band, if you want to be in theater, if you want to be in art, I don't care what you're in, but I'm not going to have a teenage kid in high school not being part of their community, their high school community. Oh, that is huge. Amen. Yeah. I yes. just love how she said that. Yeah. You know, it's not, you don't have to go out for yeah. the winter sport, right. but you have to be involved in your school yeah. and your community. That's mm-hmm. like perfectly said. Okay, so what are you currently doing now? Like, what's your position? So I teach physical physical education and health at the junior high, and then I'm dean of Here students. Here at McCook. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I'm doing students in the afternoon. So basically the um, assistant principal, but it, because I'm not full-time, they have to do dean of students. Nice. So, yeah. What is the biggest change you have seen in your career in education? Oh, goodness. You mean curriculum-wise, or do you mean Anything. parent-wise? Yep, what do you all mean? All of the above. Um. Parent-wise, one thing I've learned, especially with going into administration, is all parents do the best they can with what they have. But sometimes what they have is not always the most positive thing for, all, for, for a child. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what I have found more is parents want to be their kids as friends in junior high and high school, and they don't need friends. They need an adult. They mm-hmm. need guidance. They need boundaries. And I think that's something because if the school does too much, you know, then we're, we're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But the real world is about you have boundaries. You have rules you have to follow. I always tell the kids, I hope no policemen are listening to this. I don't like driving 25 on J Street. I think it's ridiculous. I think it should be 30 or 35. If I make that choice to drive that, then I pay the consequence. It's not my mom's fault. It's not my dad's fault. It's my choice, my consequence. And I think that that's another thing. Kids don't have consequences anymore because yeah. mom and dad take care, try to take care of everything. Mm-hmm. Were you ever, as an educator, put in challenging situations with your own kids? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I was the worst parent. The parent I just said, that's who I was with my first one. My first child, because you are, you're just like, my child's perfect. There's no way. And don't get me wrong. He's a pretty great guy. He's turned out pretty well. But um, the mother I was speaking of, I said, Mom, these teachers at the junior high where I work, you know, I think they're picking on Dylan. She came and spent one day in classes with him. And she came out and she said, it's not the teacher. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I needed. And so, yes, as a parent in education, you're going to find this out, too, and you will as yours get older. Um, you, your first instinct as a parent is to protect. Mm -hmm. And that is not always beneficial to the child. So then when Cody, so that was Dylan, when Cody and Rachel came through, they were like, stay out of my business. If I get in trouble, I get in trouble. Like, don't try to fix anything. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want you in my area. Mm -hmm. And, um, really my youngest one is pretty much that way too. Um, so I, it's hard not to. I said with Cody, I swear I could I could wallpaper one wall in my house with his write ups in junior high. Oh, so it was hard because yeah. I worked there. Yeah, yeah. But at oh, the, not good write ups. Oh gosh, no. Oh, I'm I think write ups in the paper. I was no, like, oh, how sweet. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, you, but but at the, but at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day, and it was tough coming back here from who I was here and people remembering, and then trying to raise your own kids. It has been good, but it, there's downsides to things as well coming back mm-hmm. to your hometown. Mm-hmm. We have a fabulous community, but just like going into administration, I've had to fight for every step because some of the old timers remember the young person. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think that's really fair. And I'm probably on the opposite end of when you say protector, because knowing when you get a nickname like Chimer, you know, there's some, you know, you have to, you yeah. put some of that blood into your children. Yes. And yes. so I know. So I'm on almost the other end of it. I side with the teacher very quickly mm-hmm. and I often don't hear my kid out not saying that there is any excuse for anything but I also don't allow them to have a voice in it I'm just like matter of fact nope that happened the teacher's correct and so it's interesting to hear you say that because mm-hmm. I don't think of myself as the protector in the school situation I'm always like I almost set them up for six for failure in the sense that I've said you're my kid here's how I was good luck yeah you know so I think oh I really was no fun. angel Oh, I was an angel, so my children. Oh, sweet mother. I was. Pearl. I was such a one, good kid. Oh, one thing I would that. recommend, though, is if your child ever does get into a pickle, which I'm sure they won't. Oh, no, of course not. But I, I am a huge proponent of mom or dad or whoever the guardian is with the child and me. We sat down because I'm so big on communication because there might have been something I missed. The kid might have had mm-hmm. something going on, might have been a bad sure. day, mm-hmm. might have yeah. something else. And a lot of times that is the case. And when we sit and talk about it and how best to communicate better, it works out for the positive. Did I have that patience with my own? No. Right. And do you think that's something different into like in today's world, like the communication, like back then, I feel like the commu- communication for every student was the same across the board. And now it's more like all communications individualized yes. per student. 
which, and I, I don't know, I feel like that's something that's changed because like if any of us got in trouble back in the day, even when I went to school, even the young, and, even the the young ones, mm-hmm. like we were all treated the same, but mm-hmm. like in today, like people have to communicate differently with each student. Do you think that? Because everything's so different. Yeah. You, you, well, I guess you're college level, but um, we have kids that, you know, and so do you. Some live at home, some are in foster care, some have a guardian, some live with grandma, some mm-hmm. are with mom and dad, some are with mom half the time, some are with dad half. The dynamics of how kids are growing up now are completely different than 20. Well, we still had those situations, mm-hmm. but I would, I'm guessing not as many. No, that, it was like you knew harder. the yes. one person. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that makes your heart break for kids too. It does. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that getting into the school system, I was not as aware as I am now about the home struggle of a lot of our students. And I'm talking mm-hmm. regardless where you are, if it's McCook or St. Mm-hmm. Pat's or at the college, right. I was, because I did not grow up that myself, mm-hmm. I wasn't raising my kids in that. I was shocked to find maybe there's, you know, eight adults in a home with three children or you know, people, as many educators say, it's not, the divorce is not the issue now. And it's not grandparents raising right. kids. It's kids not even being raised by parents or grandkids. That's mm-hmm. the bigger struggle. And yeah. I, I think you hit uh, the nail on the head there because ha- how we're raised or how, you know, um, positively and possibly with both mom and dad, or I don't want to say that because there's a lot of uh, divorced parents that co-parent very well. But um, when you're dealing with a kid that has, a parent in jail or a parent deceased. And, you know, we don't understand that. We, I mean, we think we do, right. but yeah. we really don't know yeah. what their, what their story is. Right. And so to be able to um, empathize with someone, it, it takes a lot and it takes, I mean, I'm not going to say my age, but I'm older and it's taken me this many years to really recognize my story is not somebody else's right. and um, try to do the best job I can. Right. Going back to sports, do you coach anything now? I don't anymore. I use I have coached at McCook. I've done ninth grade volleyball. Um, I coached with Joel Bednar. We did um, eighth grade girls basketball successfully. We won. We had winning seasons. Um, we I've coached track forever, but mm-hmm. it's always been at the junior high level. And last year was my last year that I coached because I do all the acti- after school activities at the junior high now. Um, junior high activities in the junior high is what mm-hmm. part of my duty. So did you n- not ever want to coach at the high school level? Not really, because I wanted to raise my kids. Uh-huh. You know, I wanted to be with my children. Mm-hmm. And um, so getting married was important to me, but I really wanted a lot of kids. And um, it's funny because yeah, I think back to having Lena in school or even when you know better, you do better. And, you know, when your kids are small and you're going to find it out too, you're so busy. And it's like at the end of the day, you're like, did I get my kids enough attention? Did I get my job enough attention? Did I talk to that student? Like you are constantly questioning how good you're doing at everything and Mm -hmm. if I could have a mulligan I would like to go back and teach now now that my kids are raised now that I have the time because when they're when you're raising your kids I'm not sure I always did the best job at everything I was trying to do Mm -hmm. how many kids do you have four and six almost seven grandkids oh my god you're a grandma fun grandma what I know I know like I'm just like she looks so young oh yeah like, I'm going to have to pay you. Are guys. there wrinkles? No. Like, oh, yeah. Now I'm no. just like thinking, like, what was your regimen back in the day? <laughs> Do you we know need, what? We need to start sprinting. Yep. No. <laughs> I did a couple times up the court. Okay. Not so not good. Not going to do it? Okay. No. I don't know. Like, Yeah. Are sprinters more youthful? You know, the long distance people, they always look aged. No yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because the sprinters. Yeah. Because their face after like mile, yeah. they're like, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> she's running so fast, so quickly, yes. the wind probably just yes. like. It's the fountain of youth. Yes. 200 meter like dash. Yeah. Maybe yep. a grandma. I know. How, but imagine how fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For I, sure. I don't think I had a grandparent that when I was little that was under 80. I think I was when I was born, they were already mm-hmm. that old. So I can't imagine having someone that Well, she was said she won't them. tell us her age. What if she is 80? I, I am. Oh, I am. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like. <laughs> you know, I think that's a beautiful thing that you're talking about because as moms, we know mm-hmm. that struggle of like allowing enough time. And the guilt, the mom guilt that is just and yeah, trying Lena, to have a career. I've read this book that Lena reads and the mom guilt. I mean, I flipped that page and I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's partly why mm-hmm. I left the college like, and to stay home for a few years and now have a job that allows me to be home. You do struggle with that, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. then even when you take on a coaching role, that's even more time away, mm-hmm. you know. And so you do try and balance. And you want to do well at coaching. It's yeah. like yeah. that's for sure. Mm-hmm. you. And so it's, it makes it really hard. I feel bad for moms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about your dad and he was your person, what are some things that he gifted you with that you feel you've shared like with your kids or even when you coached? Uh, oh, um, he definitely, the first thing he said to me when I came out of graduated from college is because I was very black and white. If this happens, this is what we're doing. And he said, Carrie, the world is every shade of gray. He goes, it's not just black and white. And it, it, that did not really resonate until older. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely would call me out, but so does my mom. Even to this day, if I'm doing something, she'll be like, mm, you need to rethink. And everybody needs to have that person. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you it's so do. true. Yes. But um, the thing that my dad did, and I'll never forget, is when I was a freshman, because I thought it was pretty cool as an eighth grader, you know, running track. And so I went, 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 and I was always getting top three, you know. Went to state. Mm-hmm. As ran, a freshman. Yeah. Ran the 100. Got fourth, I think. I went up, and I was crying behind, oh, you know, at the stadium, the bathrooms on the west, I think it was the west side. And he came, and he didn't ever really yell, and he said, I did not raise you like this. This is you. You are going to pull it together. Do you know how many people would love to be in the position you're in? And, you know, the all the words that you say. And I pulled it together, and I think I got second or third then in the 200 because I did pull it together. And he had never raised his voice, but he said, this is not how we react to mm-hmm. things. And that really stayed with me. It's like, so when you, I have adversity, we all have it. It's like, how are we going to handle it? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how are you going to walk through it? Yeah, I haven't good. always done it perfectly, but I've tried. Yeah. Yeah, it's the part. I think it's not about doing it perfectly. It's whether or not you're trying to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, did your were most of your kids athletic? Did they participate in sports? Um. Yeah. Dylan played football, and he played football for UNK as well. Okay. Um. Cody um could run at Shadron. He went for one year and then decided he enjoyed social time more. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. <laughs> I can imagine someone doing that. Yeah. No. Especially in college. <laughs> oh. What yeah. social That's time? That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. Rachel was good in basketball, but she well actually Cody was good in football and track, and Dylan was good at track as well. They're both on the top whatever twenty list of McCook. I don't know. Um. Rachel wanted to be a dietitian, so she knew her schooling was going to take longer, so she focused on that. And then my youngest, who was our Blessed oops. Oh, we got one of the oh. two. Yeah, that's mm. mm-hmm. yeah. one right over there. Wait, how blessed? Well, Dylan's 32, Cody's 30, Rachel's 27, and Hannah's 21. Okay. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, yeah we're mm-hmm. about the same. Okay. Yep. And so, and um, Hannah is our golfer. She uh-huh. She's completely opposite. The rest of them kind of look like me, and she's blonde with blue eyes. I say mm-hmm. to my husband, you finally got one that looked like you. Oh, my so. gosh. Aww. But, yeah, I never put stress on my kids. I just ask them 
there's one right there. Um, There is, like I said, you just got to be involved in something. Mm -hmm. I like that. Like I, you know, it's so interesting. And not work. I don't mind if they work during the summer. Yeah. But during the school year, I wanted them involved with school things. Mm -hmm. I am so like, this is like so changing for me right now because Jake and I were talking, we've talked a lot about it and our girls aren't even there yet. You know, we're Mm -hmm. third, fourth and fifth, but I'm like, what are we going to do when they're getting into high school and they don't want to do a sport? And we've had that conversation. I don't care if they do music or band, right. but how do we word it to them that they're not feeling pressured that they have to do so? It's just the being involved, right. being a part of something. I, you just said it so beautifully. Replay this. Yes, yeah, exactly. No, honestly, and luckily one listen of them's listening right now. Yeah. But it's so beautiful because, you know, we were talking when we were you know driving back from our comedy show, and I said, what is this epidemic of kids quitting? And Clay said, the pressure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the pressure's ever changed, and I don't know if that's an ex- you know I don't feel like that's a good excuse, but it it's the excuse. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. But and, but you have to have pressure. We can't sugarcoat everything yes. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, that's why not everybody is going to be the star quarterback. Right. You have supporting casts that play and are good in their own right. right. Um, Coach Gross does a wonderful job of doing that, making sure every athlete kind of has a place. Yeah. But. The participation award thing is not my thing. Like, no, agreed. No, agreed. And not every kid, but every kid does have a place doing something. Mm-hmm. I well, really feel that way. And he, you know, and Coach Gross said it so well. He said some of the best teams we play are the ones that we face every day in practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if kids aren't willing to go out and stay with it, if they're not the starters, right, then they're already hurting the team because they're not giving them the competition they need on a daily basis of someone to go against. Right. In the work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just the work ethic isn't, you know, because I want to, I should be able to, is not. Well, really. and, it's the, and it's in the parents that are like, you know, the kids don't like it, so then they let them quit. Right. Yeah, but they're, the parents are also the ones putting the pressure on them. And right. it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just like such a, a vicious cycle that I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Well, like I said, with my first one, I was that horrible person, but then by the next three, you learn what is most mm-hmm. healthy for them. Right. Mm-hmm. What did you see as a parent and, um, you know, Haley kind of mentioned it, you know, having different conversations. What were conversations that you really had to change or cater because your kids were different? Um, or what? Or was there any? I think the hardest thing probably was I didn't push them because I was an athlete. Um, I pushed them because I felt like that was the right thing to do, being active. And I always told my kids, you know, you have to be successful in your own right. I've done my thing. This mm-hmm. is about you. But um, my youngest was not super athletic. I mean, she, actually, she's good at golf. I shouldn't say that that's not a sport. It is, and she beats <laughs> her dad from time to time. But um, it's not in the traditional sports. Right. And um, the fact that she didn't want to participate in that was kind of hard because I'm like, that's not our family. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to think of what's most healthy for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I answered that question. Please ask that again. No, I think you did. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every kid is different, but sometimes where you're in that parenting zone, you don't stop and be like, you know, my daughter was upset the other day because I took, my husband took the oldest one out because she did really good on a math test. And the other one's like, I do good all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but it's different. But it is different because you have to know your kids and know difference. I, I shouldn't probably say this on air, but like Cody, I knew I always had to spank when I was disciplining him because he didn't care about time. I, or excuse me, other way around. Cody couldn't handle being in a timeout. He was going to lose his mind. He was like, just spank me so I can go play. Where Dylan would be like, please, please, please put me in a timeout. I do not want you to spank me. Horrible example, I know. No, but no, it's not. You it's have to know, yeah. You yeah. have to know the difference in your yes. kids. And mm-hmm. they, I always tell my kids, everything's not going to be equal, but it's going to be equitable. 
Oh, oh. I like that. Put that on a shirt. That is our quote. (laughs) That could definitely, for sure. Because it is hard when you're in the mix of it. Yeah, we have one that's the same. It's physical Mm -hmm. discipline was no big deal, but a timeout was torturous. Mm -hmm. Being removed from the activity. What about one that nothing? Oh, I don't know. You just haven't found it yet. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) And maybe it's an age thing. Okay. Maybe when she turns three here on Thursday, she'll change her attitude. Two to four is tough. Yeah, because yes. I'm like, you can take things away, you can spank her, you can time out her, and she's just like, that's all you got? Strong yeah. will. I don't need all my toys anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Is she a second child? Yes. Right there it is. Devil. <laughs> right there it yeah, is. Yeah, even like the Santa Cole thing, I tried that, and she's like, I like Cole. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I'm like, Yowzes. okay. Have fun with you that. know what, though? You want her to be a strong female. That's, mm-hmm. oh, she is. Yes. You do. You she do. is going to. I agree. I always said with my first daughter, I said, I don't ever worry about her being a victim. I do re- worry about the victims she may leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, path. for I sure. said for that sure. about one or two of my own. Yeah. Oh, boy. What was the most rewarding experience you had as an athlete in college? Oh, gosh, in college. Um, I, do you remember Coach Maureen? Uh, Larry? Yes. I, I, don't, I didn't really know okay. him, but he has a se- couple boys, several boys. No, no, no. You're ki- um, uh, no? I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I don't think I do then. Mm-mm, I don't. He, but. He, anyway, he was a coach. He coached my brother, and he actually was at the track meet when I jumped 20 foot five. I had my best oh. jump. Oh, awesome. So that was pretty cool. So he would have been your coach when you were um, high school? I, coach Danky and Coach Clapp were my coaches who are fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, coach Maureen just um, – we clicked. He he coached my brother Chris, and so there was just a click there as well. Okay. So that was. Um, but in high school, when I jumped nineteen foot six, there's a picture of my dad because he worked the track meets, and he was right there when I finished, and we hugged, and we were both oh, crying. Oh, that's cool. That's so, so yeah. awesome. Um, so when you ended up, you found out you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Were you like really upset that you couldn't finish out two more years of track, or like how did that end up well, playing out? Um, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I don't want to say that because yeah. Dylan hears this, right. you know. Um, <laughs> she loves you. <laughs> I, yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. He knows it. Um, I was disappointed with the fact that, but I was really ready to be done, honestly. Mm-hmm. I had broken my foot because um, mm-hmm. my foot had just given out from overuse. In fact, I've oh, had cool. multiple surgeries um, from track. but So I was okay, but it w- you want to go out on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Right. And I felt like, well, darn it. And I could have gone another year after I had him. My coach was wonderful. Coach Iton was fantastic. But I was done in college in three and a half years, so I didn't want to stick around. Right. So oh, even though you're sure. pregnant, you still stayed in college. Of course, I co- help coach. That yeah. yeah. Girl. yeah. Yes. That's what I'm talking about nowadays. I oh gosh, that, no. But. Well, because then I was like, now I want to get my degree, and then yeah. I, I have a um, couple master's degrees. So I've I've gone oh, just on. a couple yes. master's degrees. Good yeah. for yeah. you. Okay. Good for you. Look at you. I think I can see when she said she may have been difficult to coach. Right there was a little bit of a slip in. Yeah, there. yeah. That strong will. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Let's not tell everybody the f- what the full package entails. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Anybody that knew me from the '80s are going to be listening to this, going, oh, stop. stop. No. <laughs> they will be. What advice would you give somebody going into coaching or education? I love what I do. I mean, I truly love what I do, but there are some hard days. I mean, there's hard days because um, of the, the things we've talked about. Um, parents can be your best friend or they can be your worst adversary. I mean, it, I, that's too strong. Um, Maybe not. Parent, parents. Or psycho. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Parents can be tough. 
They really mm-hmm. can. And then you have some wonderful, wonderful supportive parents. So when you go into teaching, you have to love what you do because you're not doing it for the money. You have to truly love what you're doing and recognize the fact that you are going to have some tough days and people aren't going to like you. Not everybody is going to like you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with that, then you're probably not going to be strong in the area that you need to be strong in. Right. And that's, I mean, not only are we educating these kids, but we, I don't want to say raising them, but you are with those students all day, every day yeah. for nine months. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in the same thing with coaching, I don't know, junior high, I've always loved coaching because, you know, the we're, we're teaching them where when they get to high school in, in college, it's, yeah. it's their, the expectation level goes way up. And so um, I think for high school and college coaches, I feel bad for them. I really do because I don't think you can ever win. I mean, somebody's always going to be really mad at you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But it's, if parents would kind of stay out of stuff when it comes to athletics, I'm not saying academics because right. I think you need your parents there. It's a team. But athletic-wise, I think sometimes parents just need to take a step out, back and maybe not always attend everything so the kid can relax because there's mm-hmm. some kids that get really nervous when their parents are You know, are I there. think about that oh. sometimes also with some some of my athletes, like where their parents have never missed a game mm-hmm. ever, and like even in college. And I'm like, oh, my – like if my – we had a game in imperial my mom wasn't coming mm-hmm. <laughs> like whether i was playing or was not playing like in high school mm-hmm. you know, like it was just because it didn't work out within the schedule like sometimes you have to go and like be your own cheerleader mm-hmm. right you know and uh, i'm not saying like for those parents that don't miss a game good for you yeah, good, um yeah. but and you know i hope that i can make every single game but like I don't, i'm not going to also put that like on my plate like with my job mm-hmm. like that i'm because my i'm gonna hopefully i'm raising a child that can be okay with being by herself or him by himself and playing by himself, by himself and not knowing that just be, by me not being in the stands is going to break his heart because he's playing because he loves the sport. Right. I mean, there's a safety thing. My oldest ended up having um, five knee surgeries in seven years to complete ACLs on the same knee. So I, as a parent, felt like I needed to be around in case something mm-hmm. happened. But um, we, my husband and I made it kind of a rule. We'd hit all their stuff when they were seniors. Mm -hmm. But before then, it was kind of hit or miss. If we can make it, we're going to be there. If we can't, we can't. Um, Dylan understand once he went to college, he had younger siblings. We were going to their activities, you know. So Dylan, we missed uh, probably more. And junior high stuff, not. I wasn't super great on attending because then I was coaching. So those were some of those things I missed out on. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think sometimes kids – need the parent support obviously all the time as long as it's a healthy support Mm -hmm. do you think parents are as involved with their child's academics as they are their athletics Ooh, that's a tough one oh yeah that is tough i mean like i don't hear a lot i don't Mm -hmm. know i just i mean i want you to answer that i guess before yeah no i i I would say yes i mean i i think there's some parents out there that obviously are more worried about their kids playing but they have to keep their academics up to be able to play mm-hmm. so then i think yes i don't know are. if you like think of the scenario you have a student that doesn't do well on an english test and then you have a, the same student that doesn't play start at the basketball game which time is he going to call and me- call text or message his parents yeah. probably not after the english test that's the way I see mm-hmm. it. I don't yeah. know. But I don't know. But, but like, at our level, you have to stay academically eligible. Right. So um, I guess in that case, I don't know how to answer because we have a lot of 
the kids know that if they're not academically eligible, they're not going to play, as do the parents. So I would say it's almost 50-50. I but mean, are you getting the phone calls from the parents if the kid isn't making the grades, or are you only getting the phone calls if the kid isn't playing? At the junior high level, it's academics. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is if it's at the high school level. Probably different. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts here, and I'm really curious about this. And you might, because you're at the junior high, but like, so at the college, I'm noticing a lot that we have all these juniors and seniors that get out at 12 o'clock. Okay. And that's they're done with school, like at the high school, or they've like graduated early, and so then it's so then I feel like the numbers of sports probably are lacking maybe because like if I have a student that's out at 12 like why would they go back to play a sport right I, so when my because kid- like we have I mean I just talked to a student the other day and I'm like oh my, you're already out of school and she's like yeah I don't have anything between 11 and 4 I'm like why what well and see that's different because when my youngest was in school they had to have something so if they were going to um sign out mm-hmm. they had to be taking a college class or they had to ha- be going to a, a specific job or something yeah. I, I when she was in school you couldn't just sign out and be done right you could I think first or last hour you could sign out and have a sign out period there mm-hmm. but if it was more than one period you had to have something that you're going to do right yeah so I think a lot of students now they're a going to taking college classes or they have mm-hmm. a job yeah. Which is so crazy to me. Sweet because Mother of Pearl. They I can know. be done at noon? Yes. As a junior and or senior? I don't know all that for sure. I just know what. I mean, I know we have kids that come over in TA because yeah. their parents won't allow them to have that time to not yeah. be involved. Mm-hmm. And so I see them come over. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. Oh, that's terrifying to A me. little bit. Oh, yeah. But see, for I, sure. I have a problem with that going right back to what we were talking about earlier. Have a job during the summer, mm-hmm. but don't have yeah, it not during exactly. the school year. They yeah. have enough, yeah. or they yeah. should. Yeah. They should That's, have enough yeah. to do. Yeah. You can work the rest of your life. That's or you what will, my parents you will always said. Work you the rest will. Of your life. But that was the thing. Like, if I wasn't going to go out for an activity, which we didn't probably have as many as are available to most mm-hmm. students now, mm-hmm. but they were like, you are going to work the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Do something now that you can do in this short window of time mm-hmm. that, one, it's physical, and hopefully you can take it to carry on. You know, my parents always, my dad always played co-ed softball and he always played volleyball. And so I think he saw it from his standpoint, you know, like I'm still doing this 20 years later. Hopefully you can too. So that's what saddens me about kids mm-hmm. that quit in high school is like, oh my gosh, you could go and play this forever. And just like your daughter plays golf. Mm-hmm. Like I wish we, We're, wish we, we wish. were better golfers. We're going to start. Yes, we are. You should. It's fun. Are you on the women's golf league? So funny story. My husband would golf every single day if he could. Mm-hmm. I guess so. He is athletic. He, he's a good golfer. <laughs> um, competitive, too. Um, so I was golfing with him. I'm not very good because I'm competitive and it's a mm-hmm. sport. You have to you Ugh, have to learn. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know it's tough. Saying. Yeah, it is gonna, tough. Yeah. But last summer, my five-year-old grandson came, and I thought he was going to stay a couple days, but he ended up staying most of the summer. And so I did not want to not be with him. Uh-huh. And so I did not golf one time last summer. Uh-huh. And then I, my seven-year-old grandson came. So I had, I had grandkids, and that's where I want to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. Well, that's what we, Lena and I thought that could be maybe our new, like, woosah time. Uh, I know. I and, it's not going to be woosah time. That, it makes me very angry. It makes me very angry, too. But, you know, I think with the right teacher, we need better mindset. We're yes. coaches. It's we so need to be able to. We can do women's league. It's so fun. I know. I mean, we're horrible. I'm scared to be on a team. Like, because I was asked by someone mm-hmm. some time ago, and I said no because I knew she was really good. And I was like, I'm not used to not being good. Yeah. Yes. Something. Same and so, like, yes. same you have to kind of, like, surrender yourself to be, like, okay, I'm going to be not good at this. Yeah. I have 
brand new clubs that I haven't taken out in I think See, I, I, like, I really wanted to. So my cousin gave me her old ones so she could get new ones. So I'm like, I have clubs too. So like, we just so need we to go. Okay. We can go. Women's well, league, it's Tuesdays. Yeah, it, yeah okay. it's like rec. They have like a rec league and then the, the good one. So we the, can be the rec. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. If, rec hopefully league. there's one below rec. Yeah, yeah the I know. Where's start? the novice <laughs> class? Yeah. <laughs> Today in class, I was already like recruiting because I helped with the MCC alumni golf tournament, mm-hmm. which is the most fun because there was a lot. I didn't compete I just helped but this year I'm like I'm competing and I'm gonna win I'm not good you're though not, yeah I'm not good so I was like recruiting my team I was like you can you're on the golf team are you better than your coaches because oh. I would like to beat them okay yes. got it because everyone's like it's not fair that they're an old coach yeah. Noth Nagel and Loop win every year I don't think you'll beat them to be honest I'm so, well, I'm I would gonna, like I mean that would be great but those are I'm two gonna, really good golfers I mean they think they're good they are they good. good see and I think we could have those two maybe teach us no, I have no. Not Nagel and I do not know. No, no is after it, volleyball, yeah. it's all cutthroat. It's like, come on, it's YMCA, okay? Gall, settle down. He's he's good. He's competitive. We need he's that insanely edge. Insanely competitive. We need that edge on our golf. But I found with um, doing golf tournaments that they don't like ask for me. They like I'll be golfing with my husband. I'll be like, hey, am I going on that one with you? And he's like, mm-hmm. Jake has never. I said I'm starting to get my feelings hurt. You never <laughs> ask me to go golfing. Sometimes he's, he will, but not certain. Yeah. Like where they really want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like, mm, I don't think so. Jeez, Husbands whatever. don't know how much they can hurt by just not inviting us <laughs> yeah. somewhere to something. When you're when you think you're when you know you're you're athletic at certain things, you assume you're that way in everything. Oh yeah, not golf. So, yeah. yeah, no golf I'm, makes me so angry. That darts. Yeah, yeah when your daughter gets picked over you to be oh, in a golf tournament. I think that could happen for me as well. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll just take the cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just pick everybody up at the end of it. Yeah, golf oh, boy. Okay, to finish up. Let's ask a few fun questions. Yes. What is your caffeine of choice? Oh, good. coffee. Just yes. plain old, plain old coffee. Okay. I mean, I like everybody. I like Nolan and Yates mm-hmm. coffee. I like Sainers. I like Jolton Joe's. Yes. I, I like Scooters. Uh-huh. But Caribou. I'm a Caribou girl. Oh, oh okay. Caribou's okay. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I fix at home. Unless I'm doing Highland or Grog. Those what are kind of coffee pot do you have? One that my husband sets and has it ready for me in the morning when I get Good up. Good job, hubby. Good work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has that set at 6.30 and that thing goes off. That's nice. beautiful. That's that what I like beautiful. to hear. I would have to look. It's a fancy one. He how, doesn't... how long have you been married? Um, then you're going to know how old I am. Okay, we won't do that. No, math. actually, i got to think about it. 30. I got married in 88. Do the math. 88. She got married in 88. That's how old I was. You were born? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're 36 years. <laughs> Because I'm thinking how long I've been married, and Jake does not have it down to get it set and, you know, have it going. It's usually like, you start in the coffee yet? He'll yell. Oh, gosh. Like, Clay will start it as long as it's, like, ready to go. I prep it. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah, but you know what he did to me today? What? So he went hunting. So he took, like, a whole thermos. Like, he took all the coffee. Oh, no. So he just put more water in and then redid the grind. So when I went to pour my tea, <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> Awesome. Didn't think I would I notice. I think the reason my husband makes coffee is because it's a fancy coffee maker, and I don't think he wants me to break it. Oh, I think like it, he doesn't it, always want her golfing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is also out of your league. <laughs> coffee pot. Coffee pot is out of your league. Uh, what are you currently watching? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Okay. Actually, we just finished 1883. Oh. And 1923 is currently going on. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched those? <gasps> so she doesn't have access. Oh, I borrow access, and I'm only through Yellowstone. 
1883 is pretty good. That's I, We've seen one episode, and I want to watch it so badly. I didn't think I would like it. So, I, I didn't think Tim McGraw would be good, but he's fantastic. He, right? He is. They are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So like Him. a virgin to these shows, like yes. what order do you watch them in? If I, I, would, I would recommend now how I've watched them. I'd recommend 1883, 1923, and then, then Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yellowstone's going to take you longer. Isn't that four seasons, four or five seasons right now? Yeah, it's five. It's on season. Absolutely five. love Beth Dutton. Uh, uh, yes. Favorite book you've ever writ- er, written? written? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. L- yet. Read, time. listened to. Time. Boy. Yeah. Don't ask me that. I'm not a avid not a reader. Okay. Thankfully, my children all are. They all mm-hmm. like to read. I am not a fan of reading anything movie-wise. I'm your girl. Okay. What's what's your favorite, like, movie? Oh, goodness. There's so many. Okay. Like, I, I can't even, because, like, we when it's Halloween, we do all the Halloween right. movies. When it's Christmas, we do the Great. Christmas ones. Um, I, I like the traditional Sweet Home Alabama mm-hmm. and 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. I like the goofy girl, girly ones. Yeah. I, I think it's funny, like, in my age, um, I'll tell my players, like, my favorite movie, and they're like, what's that? And I'm like what like yeah. gladiator yeah, yeah, you've never like you know my entire life yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah my sarcasm was... they never get I'm like, yeah. never mind it's not funny yeah. enough i have to explain it exactly when forget I, it i think i was helping with the college and it was a recruiting day and these kids wanted their picture taken this was right before i left the college so mm-hmm. six years ago or so and she was like do you know i have an iphone do you know how to take a picture on it and i was like i'm done here <laughs> i was so insulted i was like you know what just stop. Yeah, I won't put it on portrait mode then. I was like, whatever. <laughs> hmm. Oh yeah. boy, what other fun questions? Um, do you listen to many podcasts? I did listen to your podcast after you asked me. Yes. Okay. Which episode? I listened to Coach Gross. Okay. And I listened to Jeremy's wife. Uh, oh yeah, Emily. Emily Young. Young. Yeah. And then I okay. listened to your kickoff for um, the New Year. Oh, twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was all nervous about this, so I like got up at five thirty one morning and just listened. And then I was like, okay, I can't. Oh yeah. This I, I got to go babysit my grandchild now. So it's easy. Actually, you guys are hilarious. Oh, thank you. Aww. Oh my gosh. <gasps> if you're not doing flattery. anything, February fourteenth. Meet us at Sainters. Yep. Oh, fun. Yeah. Stand up. Yes. yes. Ooh, that would be fun. It's gonna be like it's an hour and a half show. Yep. It'll be intense. It'll be a lot of laughing. We got a lot of subjects to cover. Yep. That was yes. exciting. You guys do a great job. Thank Aww. you. Oh, that's oh, the nicest you know, thing. Flattery to her pays off towards the end. It does. It took our Look while, at that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now she's <laughs> like, you know what? You guys aren't bad. You're not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think it's funny, though. Like, when I first asked her, it goes back to being humble and just. And her like generous heart, but she's like, I really just, I don't really have much to talk about. Like, was like, is, the, and I'm like, okay, I've never had a reel put together like her UNK reel. Uh, like yeah. it's so beautiful. It is. And I'm like, I think I'm, if I can find a Gazette article from back in the 90s, mm-hmm. I'd be so pumped right now. But that there's a live thing on YouTube that's like so complimentary to her. Which is so cool. Like, that's very nice of you to say. That's me. really cool. And everybody's going to see it because we're going to post it all. Yeah, so just stop. fast as lightning. Yeah. It's fine. Stop. Saying a positive thing again for you, I, one of my fondest memories was going to your parents' house and seeing all the animals. Oh, yeah. We went over and did a tour. Yeah. It, it scared me at first. First, I was like, what in the heck is going on here? Why are these large animals in this house? Mm. And it was so cool, though. It was really cool. They ran through the wall and stuck there. Yep, just how it happened. Yep. Now, what's your husband's business? Like, what does He, he do? is a railroader. Oh, oh, he is? How long yep. has he been doing that? 20 years Oh my Last gosh. Friday, oh wow! Um, he was with his dad. Mm-hmm. He did plaster stucco and drywall for many, many years. Just decided he wanted to try something different, and he's an engineer for BNSF. Oh, oh cool! Wow. Mm-hmm. I imagine his job would have been very physical. His job was very physical. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But 
I mean, because that's, I think that's like we talked about before. That's how I met, I remember my parents talking he, about He it. still does. And then my oldest son comes back um, during the summers and works too because um, my oldest son's a teacher. Okay. So he has his summers off. Cool. Awesome. He and that's his awesome. wife and his three kids. Oh, look at that. So where do all your kids live now? Dylan and his family are in Omaha. He teaches at Millard uh, School District. Cody and his family are also in Omaha. He has two kids, and I uh, never know what he does. He does something outside sales with hydraulics. It's above my head. I don't know for sure. He pays his own bills. It's good. There you go. That's Mm -hmm. all that matters. And then Rachel and Hannah are both in Kearney. Oh, good. So Rachel's at Kearney Regional, and and she has one and another one on the way. Oh, congratulations. And then um, Hannah's a junior in college. That's awesome. Yep. Awesome. How do you spell your last name? G O L T L, but there's a German umlaut over the O. Oh, a, there's a what? A German umlaut <laughs> is what she did. So that was like yeah, it's like two little a, dots. Two little dots. Yep, two little dots. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Okay. Fancy. I learned something new today. Yeah. Several things actually, yeah. but I was really worried because you know she. Th- I, what did you say? I was a squirrel all the time, squirrel chasing nuts or something. I don't know. Did I say that? What yeah. Say? She's, she said I was hyper. And I was. You were, yes. <laughs> but when I, uh, what, what is really sweet is that she said, because she got married at 19. Mm-hmm. So after I left the college and I was working at the little coffee place in Culberson, they would come in on dates, her and her husband now. So just like almost all the, like not all the time, but a we lot. We do often, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, a, like I crave a date. Right. And that they now have the kids out of the house. They're choosing mm-hmm. to spend time together. It's really sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. The most fighting we ever did was with kids. We've always gotten along really well. Oh. But parenting styles were different, so. And that's just a different stress to add to the mix. Yes, it is. Yeah. No, he's a good guy. Um, any quotes you would like to leave us with? It's not a good one, but it's my favorite one. When you know better, you do better. Oh, Ooh, that is good. I, do like, mm-hmm. I don't want to leave because I don't want to forget. Do you still hold any records at the high school? I do. What? Let's get her signature before we leave. <laughs> we're definitely taking a selfie with her. Oh, yes, we are. Yes, no, we are. are. Oh, we okay, are. What do you still you hold at fine. the high school? 100, 200 long jump, and I think some relays. Oh, just uh, just a few of them. That's adorable for you. Look I still at you. at UNK, too. Outdoor. Oh, my long gosh. Jump. So, what? Okay, wait. What do you still hold at UNK? The 100, outdoor, 200, and the long jump. Are you? That's insane. I should probably check. I did as of a year ago. I don't know if anything's oh, changed. My oh, Atlanta. a year ago. That's impressive. Oh, because gosh. my mother told me. My oh, mother keeps better track. Aww. Yeah. That's sweet. That is awesome. I would have the kind of parents that would call me the day it got broke. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know <laughs> your yeah. reign is over. Yeah. I wouldn't have a mom calling and being like, you still hold it, girl. Good work. In the 55 it. meter, though, I was like third or fourth on the record. I was not. I was faster li- later, like not quick. Right out. Seriously, Gosh, I don't know. I don't think anyone's ever described me as fast. <laughs> me either. <laughs> no, me either. That's amazing. Yeah, that's impressive. Do you hold any records anywhere? No. Okay. For awesomeness, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Talking I would rather lot, hold it for awesomeness. Well, yeah, right. She's just there's that humility again. Yeah, there we there we go. <laughs> yeah, this well, was good. Yeah, thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, this was good. Um, well, I'm trying to think what else. Make sure everybody, hopefully, Jamie Mockery gets his stuff together and everyone can start buying tickets. Yep, for, for Valentine's Day. Yes. You're saving money on not buying chocolates that nobody eats or mm-hmm. you fight over the really good ones. And you can start taking cute little dates like Carrie and her husband do. Yes, it's adorable. It's Sitting across from each other. Holding hands and laughing. Yep. Yes. What more could you want? You know, you've done the flower thing. It's been overdone. Now it's comedy night. Mm-hmm. That Love. does sound like fun. It, it does. does. Love you through know? laughter. And uh, I, after that last one, I mean, I feel like we just got a lot of good content. 
Yes. <laughs> yep. We yes. Do. I, I mean, we got still, some new cat stories. All the cat stories. Um, I just, I almost lost sleep just thinking about it afterwards. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Things that should be sad that we make funny. I know, are not okay. which is not okay. <laughs> no, yeah, and happens. I still have a job because of it. So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. This was a good episode. This it was, was a good fun. episode. Yeah, good job, Lena. Here. Yeah. Thank you. Well, everybody, thanks again for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host. Why do I always I wait don't for you know. to say I my name? <laughs> I don't know. I just think like I say it, you fill it in. Yeah. I'm Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. <laughs>